My name is Nathan Kolopek. I am Matthew Morkin. And this is the Veritas Equipping Podcast. Our goal is, especially during this time, to equip you to live out your faith and love Jesus well. Got Matthew Morkin, the man himself, and I'm Nathan Kolopek. We're both uh, part of the adult ministry team. And we are finishing our discussion of the Connection Group Core Values. Matthew, you've been practicing them. What are the the four Connection Group Core Values we got? You've got community, you've got care, application, and multiplication. Beautiful. And Matthew, why do we have core values for Connection Groups? Core values are essential. They're kind of like the bar, the standard, like for the win. Like what is the win of Connection Group? And I say that and I'm thinking, you know, discipleship, it's so hard to figure out like what are metrics. And it's not about metrics, but it's like... We want you to grow. Yeah. We, how do we know if we're doing it? Yeah. How yeah. do we know if we're doing it? And so we feel like if we have these connection groups all on the same page, we've got a number of connection groups into the 40s, uh, soon to be 50s. And so you have this, so many people, but so how can we ask the same questions? Like, are we seeing community develop? Are we seeing them caring for one another? Are we seeing them seeing them apply the word and are we seeing them multiply? Yeah, the the core values are, are basically us saying, man, if we live these out, okay, we know good stuff's going to happen. And um, I'm thinking thinking back to Jake's sermon on, on 1 Corinthians 3, where Paul says, I planted a Paulus water, God gave the growth. This is us saying, hey, this is how we plant, this is how we water, and we're trusting God's going to bring the growth after that. Amen, amen. And just seeing God work through Sunday morning, seeing God work through connection groups, seeing God work through those avenues is just a beautiful way to for us to glorify God and just be excited about the work that he's doing. And it's interesting because today we kind of hone in. Like last time we spent our time talking about application. So Nathan, you are going to get the opportunity quickly Quickly, boom, boom, boom. Uh, community, go. Community is living out the reality of New Testament life together. Well, what is care? Care is living out the one another's of the New Testament. Okay, how about application? Application is more than information, but transformation. I feel like, wow. I mean, let's do a high five. I know this isn't a, a, a video, but <laughs> we, just, we just high five. I'm so um, proud. Yeah, somebody high five yourself at home. Yeah, Great. Air, air five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. So today we get to talk about multiplication. And so you built this community. Like I've kind of like brought this up here before, if you guys have listened to the last several podcasts. But because multiplication is huge because you've done that investing in community. You've cared for one another. You've applied the word together or on one another in a sense. And then we go to multiply. So tell us about multiply. Yeah, there's a old kind of idiom, healthy things grow. You know, if we as a church are going to be healthy, we're going to grow. And hopefully that's depth of maturity, but that's also breadth of more people coming to know Jesus. And as more people come to know Jesus, where are we going to put them, right? As our connection groups grow in health, God is giving us missional opportunities. We want to multiply connection groups, raising up leaders inside groups where we're multiplying leaders, multiplying groups. And as a result of us just sharing our faith, more people are going to need to be in this kind of community. Yeah, and so as an elder, we've been having discussion about these words, you know, like care, community, and for, for a long time. And now kind of like talking about them and like considering what's going to happen. Would you say that multiply is kind of the peak of these core values or, or is it a core value? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I think multiplication is one of the harder ones in our culture because we're not used to churches planting churches, sending out people for positive things, 
most of us, even instinctively, would talk about connection groups splitting or dividing. And, and those aren't wrong terms, but they carry a lot of baggage. If you've ever been through a church split, it's not a fun thing. You're not saying my church multiplied. You're saying we broke up, right? When we talk about multiplication, we're not talking about punishment. We're not talking about disagreement. We're actually, there's a, there's a phrase I kind of want us to start using together called gospel goodbyes. Have I, have I used that around you before, Matthew? You've used a handful of times. Yeah. yeah so, so gospel goodbye is saying, man, this is bittersweet, but the gospel's worth it. This is Paul sending out Timothy and Titus to go to other cities where he doesn't get to be with them. He has to write them letters and saying, okay, we're saying goodbye because the gospel is worth it, right? It's not because we disagree. It's not because we don't like each other. It's not because we broke up. It's, man, the gospel is so good that it's going to propel me outside of my comfort zone for the sake of Jesus' name and his glory. We're going to say goodbye because the gospel is worth it. All right. I want to turn this into like one of those deep high school, college, 2 a.m. discussions here real quick. Cool, cool, cool. Do you think, I think we've gotten off as the generic church. Now, I hate using the word generic <laughs> church, right? Because I just don't want to be in you know, here. some people. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. want to I don't want to be that guy. But just for the sake of, okay. yep. of this 2 a.m. Yep. conversation Let's in college. Go. I feel so young. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> for the sake of this, I think the church has gotten off where we've become too comfortable just only gathering. And yeah, you know, some will allude to like, yeah, we should grow, we should plant somewhere, but most of us, most of us don't do yeah. that. That's not the DNA of who we are anymore. Yeah, the the average church in America has not planted a church before, and and that's not like saying it's a sign of super maturity to go plant a church, but it's an indicator that maybe we're not being as missional as we could be. Maybe we're not ha- raising up the kinds of leaders that would be capable and qualified. Maybe we're not actually sharing the gospel in a way where other people come to Christ and we need to put them somewhere, right? Yeah. And so I just want to, I'll just add too, like we're not just trying to rip on other churches, right? Let's turn our focus back in on us. And yeah. this is something that we are passionate about. We believe um, rather than just ripping on other places for not doing it. So we're thinking about doing it. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about doing it locally. We're talking about doing it within the United States to a university campus in line with what the SALT Network is passionate about. And we are SALT Network, okay? Let's go. And then we're talking about globally as well. And so reaching somewhere in the world and planting a church as well. And so we don't want to just rip on other churches. We want to be convicted and pursue this in our own communities. And so in some small way, it happens with a group of about 12 to 16, 18, 20 people where we multiply and go to a different part of the city and we add a couple more people into our group with with that vision. And so we just don't want to point fingers and just really want to pursue that multiplication for the spread of Christ's fame. Yeah, we want to get used to multiplying in a helpful, healthy, beautiful way in connection groups so that we're the kind of people that are ready to do that, yeah, again, multiplying our church. If the only context we see of sending people out with joy is like one time to a church plant, it's going to feel like just ripping off a Band-Aid. But if it becomes the culture what we're doing because we see God bring people from death to life, we see leaders raised up around us, and we see the, the need and the opportunity to plant more, it's going to be natural to go, yeah, why wouldn't we plant a church? We've been planting connection groups for the last how long, you know? So as we start with this in connection group, as we talk about this as a core value, guys, I just want you to know this is part of the bigger vision and culture for us as a church. But let's start right here. We can start right now in learning to multiply connection groups. And I think as a staff, 
you know, we sent Ryan Hill. I mean, if we can be so specific, but I don't feel like we need to be ashamed to talk about this. You know, we sent Ryan Hill down to Florida. Ryan Hill's a great guy. I really enjoyed him. Uh, he was part of even calling me to Veritas Church. And seeing this brother and his family just pack up and leave was, was I think Veritas in that taught me, like, I didn't really know what bittersweet meant, you know? And then you're like, oh, this stinks for me, but this is sweet. Like, the church is spreading across yeah. the United States of America. And so... I anticipate, you know, at some other time, whether we go across town or we go to across to a different state, some of my friends are going to leave. Yeah. You know, but it's going to be sweet. It's going to yeah. be bitter and it's going to be sweet at the same time and, and really a challenge for us. So then we want to do that here. And so I just also want to add, there are other churches that have done great plants too. So we totally. are not the only thing. I totally. just want to mention that but, too. But we have that responsibility to be part of it, right? Yeah. And we were planted by another church that... that Hey, a bunch of us were, were driving down from Cedar Rapids to Iowa City to go to church. Yeah. And we're saying like, man, let's plant a church there, right? And let's start connection groups. Well, we got people. We got to plant more connection groups to do this. Multiplication is part of what it looks like when the gospel takes root in a community. All right. So multiplication is a part of our core values. We've talked community. We've talked care. We've talked application. And we've talked multiplication. We're talking multiplication right now. So tell me how multiplication can fit in with community. Tell me how multiplication can fit in with care. Tell me how multiplication can fit with application. Yeah. I mean, from from day one, connection groups, we'd love for you to say, hey, guys, we're going to multiply one day. Not today. We're going we're gonna to do it one day. And if you've got a compelling healthy community, more people are going to want to be part of that, right? Like actually, if you're living this stuff out, there are going to be other people that are going to want to join in and you get to spread out those healthy parts of community life together into different connection groups. So if you've got a healthy community, it's actually a natural thing for you to get bigger and and have to multiply. Care can feel like it's intention with multiplication because we, we talked about before with care, like Man, if I'm if I'm loving these people well, if we're meeting each other's needs, if we're helping, why would you break us up? Why would you make us split? Whatever. Why are you punishing us? It's not a punishment to multiply to joy because you have more people across the church that are actually caring for each other and learning to care. And if you learn to live out community and care really well, you take those lessons to the next connection group and raise the bar there too. You invite more people into health and life together. And then application leads to multiplication. When we take seriously what Jesus said in the Great Commission, like it's a command, go, make disciples, baptizing them in the Father, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, teach them to observe all I've commanded you. If we take Jesus seriously at his word and apply it, he's telling us we got to go. And I love um, Luke 10 too. I don't know if we said this before, but guys, set an alarm on your phone every day except for Sunday mornings at Luke 10 too. Jesus gives us a prayer request. He says, man, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest that he would raise up more laborers. Jesus wants you to pray for something. If you don't know what to pray for, pray for this, that God would raise up more laborers for the harvest. And and that's a, that's a picture, that's a word picture for the fact that, man, this world needs people to share the gospel. This world needs people to live out an authentic faith and then proclaim their relationship with God through Jesus. Let's pray that God would raise up more connection group leaders, church planters, more people that are faithful workers who are going to tell people about Jesus and live it out as they work in their office, as they teach, as they work at the hospital. Multiplication is going to happen not because we set some goal of what we want to plant, but because 
we're living out this life as mature disciples. And one of the places we learn to do that is in connection group together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so practical question. My friends are here and I have to leave. <laughs> yes, that's the answer to the question. Um, we, we also, like, I'm not convinced that connection group is supposed to be your best friends, right? Uh, yeah, you want to grow in relationship and community, but our good friends at Veritas are not in the same connection group as us. That doesn't deprive our connection group of anything. That doesn't, that doesn't mean we dislike our connection group by any means, but we are going to have more friends, more relationships across the whole church if we learn to build community and we learn to multiply together. And because we love having multi-generational connection groups, there are some folks that wouldn't naturally be your best friends that you can still love and enjoy and have good relationships with. Okay, so let me complicate this. What if I have an accountability partner as part of my old group, but I want to multiply into a different group? Can we still do accountability? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one thing, I mean, so, and I'd like to just emphasize this too. I mean, the reality is, you know, people have relational capacity, right? So if you move from a group of 12 to another group of 12, you you might not talk to the same people as much, though you're still friends. Those are very practical realities. But it's not that you can't talk to them. Right. Like, this is, again, an excitement. This is like, this is getting better. This is more awesome. You're going to connect with more people intimately and be able to share your story with more people. You're going to learn and grow with this new group of people that you're around, just like you learned and grew from the last people you're around. So maybe your first group was part of uh, step 10 for your sanctification and your next group is going to be step 12 for your sanctification, right? You're going to walk through a different journey with this people um, before you multiply again. Yeah. And multiplication again, teaches us the value of gospel goodbyes where you have an accountability partner for a season. And then you look at each other and go, man, we've learned so much together. It would probably be best for us to go and invite other people into this so they can experience what we've gotten to experience. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. My good friends from college, like, man, I wish we were all in the same place. That was formative times. We grew like crazy together. And it's better for the sake of the kingdom of God that they're out practicing the things that we learn together in different places. Mm-hmm. That's just better for the kingdom so that more people can experience the cool things that we've learned. And we're all going to grow in different ways because we're, we're encountering different people too with lessons God's taught us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, another thing, if you read the New Testament, multiplication is unavoidable. Because imagine if Paul only planted a church in one place and he's like, sweet, did it, done, right? You'd have the letter to the Ephesians. Boom, that's it, right? Like, but God actually designed his kingdom movement to be expanding life to life, heart to heart, person to person. And those people gathered in new communities and new churches. Mm -hmm. If you think of Acts 2, man, 3,000 people come to faith with, with Peter's sermon. And then God adds their number day by day, those who are being saved. Where are you going to put them? Mm -hmm. You don't have a 3,000 person building to go put them in, Mm -hmm. especially in Jerusalem in the first century. As God's adding more people, as he is bringing people from death to life, you got to multiply your communities. Mm -hmm. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful result of God giving health and life and growth. And then when they're persecuted and scattered, guys like Philip, who's a deacon, he's a leader in the early church, he goes other places and shares the gospel and new communities are formed. Mm -hmm. And so... I, like, I'm excited about this because I think in Connection Group, we get to model 
what this New Testament life looked like. I know a number of people that are like, man, we just got to get back to the New Testament. Okay, a lot of New Testament churches are jacked up, right? You don't really want to be like the church in Corinth. But if we want to live out this New Testament life, it's a multiplying life. Mm-hmm. It's not just a like, let's get really deep 2 a.m. conversation, but right? It's not, it's not just, man, we're deep and we've been together for 50 years, although there's some of that. But the reality of New Testament life, again, is multiplication of faith, where we go deep together for sure, and God sends us out. Mm-hmm. And then we get to take those lessons to the next connection group, the next community, and go deep together. Well, and I think the reality for some of us is, and this is a challenge and admonition to us, is what are we putting our hope in? Yeah. That circle, our connection group. Like, as the Veritas Church, as a larger church, we want community and care and application in those connection groups. Believe in them wholeheartedly. We don't want them to be Jesus. Yeah, they can't be Jesus. They cannot be Jesus. They have to point you to Jesus. And so realizing and growing, like as you're in community being pointed toward Jesus, as you're being cared for, being shown Jesus, as application is also showing you Jesus Christ and the body of Christ, we're, we're pointing you to Jesus. Like yep. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And when you move to a new connection group, when you move to another perhaps church or another state where there's a church or perhaps overseas, you have Jesus, and he is sufficient for you. I think when we struggle to multiply sometimes, and this might not be the case every t- situation, right? Because, you know, there, I, there's a there's comfort is okay, but it can be brought too far. But when we sit there and say, like, I will not go, I like these people, I challenge that. I would yeah. challenge that to say, you have Jesus. He's sufficient for all your needs. We're, you know, there's nobody saying you can never speak to these people again. Right, you know, we're not right, doing right. that kind of stuff, right? But we want you to move. We want you to take what you've learned and how you've grown in your connection group, and we want, we want to bring more people into this because they've seen it and they want it, and so we want to expand and minister to those people yeah. in that way. And just to get really practical, like, well, first I just admit, yeah, multiplying connection groups can be tough. But get, to get really practical, man, some of you listening have, have been in Connection Group for a while, and it would actually be a good idea for you to think about being a Connection Group leader. We need more leaders to lead more groups. We want co-leaders of Connection Groups. We want more groups. But one of the ways we multiply is by you first leading yourself, like practicing spiritual disciplines, leading yourself to Jesus consistently, wanting to be raised up as a mature disciple. And then from there, uh, we, we've got processes, whatever, just to, to help you, train you, vet you. But... We want to multiply connection groups. We need more of you to go, man, it'd be worth it for the sake of the gospel for me to lead, lead a connection group, even if that means I don't get to be with these people. Now, take a couple people from the group you're in for sure, but um, if you walk through like our leader pathway, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I've been comfortable in group for a while, I do want to see God do more, even if that is going to be some gospel goodbyes, talk to your connection group leader and go, hey, what would it look like for me to become a connection group leader? What would it look like for you to even just invest in me when it comes to leading myself before I lead other people? Um, Guys, it would be amazing if more of us aspired to be the kind of servant leaders that would help lead connection groups and communities and prepare ourselves even for being um, part of church plants going out from here. Okay, just wrapping up our, our core values conversation. All of us bring different gifts, experiences, and perspectives into how we live these things out. God has gifted you to be part of this community. All of these values, man, it's not just some leader's job to to make them happen. It's your joy to help make them happen, including multiplication. 
We hope that as we together try to live out these core values, as we say, this is the win, living these things out, we're going to see more of us raised up as mature disciples. We're going to see more of us sent out as everyday missionaries and all of this for God's glory. Jesus deserves our life. He deserves our worship. And we together get to begin living out that reality in connection groups. So we love you guys. Thanks for joining us on this. Um, And we hope this even just gives you some practical steps to begin living out these core values together. 